What's up, Citywide? I'm your host, Philip Patrick, and each episode I'll bring you the latest news, initiatives, and stories from around the system of people who are living our values and spreading the ripple. Welcome to Ripple On! Welcome to episode 12 of Ripple On. As always, we'll get into this month's strategic marketing theme here in a minute, but I want to start out by first celebrating a couple of January franchise anniversaries. First up is Orlando, celebrating 11 years. Then we have Cincinnati, celebrating an incredible 19 years as a franchise. Awesome job to those locations and their employees. We're so glad to have you as part of the citywide system, and thank you for helping make citywide what it is today. Now, on to January's theme, quality. Simply put, quality usually refers to how good or bad something is. When we think of quality in terms of a product or service, we often refer to a set standard of something or make comparisons against other things of a similar kind. These comparisons inevitably are somewhat subjective, right? For some, a piece of furniture from Ikea may be everything they're looking for. Functional, stylish, affordable. For others, they may prefer to spend more on furniture they deem to be higher in quality. Better craftsmanship, durability, and not requiring extensive assembly. It's all relative, right? Each person's perspective or the lens with which they view the world is subject to opinions, experiences, and preconceived biases. I only buy IKEA furniture because it looks good, and I don't want to spend an arm and a leg. Or, I refuse to buy IKEA furniture because it's mass-produced, takes me hours to put together, or falls apart when I bump into it. To be clear, I'm not advocating for or against IKEA. To me, furniture is furniture. I just don't put too much thought into it. This just made for a handy example. So if the concept of quality is so subjective, how can we possibly understand what it means to each of our prospects or clients? The answer is surprisingly simple. We ask. We should be having conversations about what is expected. We should be acting as consultants, not just order takers. And that doesn't just apply to our friends out there selling accounts. It also applies to our friends in operations who maintain those accounts. It applies to every aspect of our business, from our franchise locations to those of us at the support center. In my opinion, no matter who you are or what you do at Citywide, our vision to be the first choice for every community member, whether it be franchise owners, employees, clients, independent contractors, or vendors, is dependent on the quality of our interactions with one another, and more specifically, our ability to listen and understand what quality represents to others. All right, my first guest on Ripple On this month is actually the person that I've known the longest at Citywide, which is kind of crazy. I'll have him introduce himself here in a second, but my buddy here, we actually worked together at a previous company. How long would you say we've known each other? Well, I mean, I was at the office for five years almost. Okay. Um, so here for one, 
mean time too. So seven plus the time when I was still in Puerto Rico and you were working there. So probably going on 10 soon. Yeah. We've, we've known each other for a really long time and, uh, I'm actually pretty stoked to have uh, my guest today because despite, uh, both of us having kind of questionable NFL team alliances, uh, we, we tend to get along pretty well. So, um, Charles, why don't you go ahead and introduce yourself for the, uh, folks out there that may not know you. Well, everybody, uh, my name is Charles Stauffer. I've uh, been with Citywide for just over a year. If I want to count it in baby terms, it's been 14 months going on 15. Nice. Okay. And uh, what do you do here? Uh, I'm a FSM. Okay. And you work on the Kansas City side as well? Uh, Missouri, actually. Oh, okay. But you work for the oh, Kansas yeah. City franchise. Yeah, I got you. Okay, cool. Well, uh, really glad to have you, Charles. Um, yeah, like I said, we're... Charles is a Raiders fan. I'm a Broncos fan. So we we receive the hatred from everybody else here at the office. We get along except for like twice a year. We we just don't speak to each other. But Pretty um, much just, just avoid each other that weekend yep. and uh, go from there. Very cool. Uh, Charles, I want to start out with um, one of the segments that I do on my show here is I like to talk to people that I feel like do a good job of kind of embodying our mission statement to spread a positive ripple. And I think you do a good job of that. Um, case in point. So you, I actually referred Charles to the job and I don't know if you all out there have ever had an experience where you've referred somebody to a job and kind of like immediately regret it. Not the case here. Uh, this guy shows up every day. He's positive, definitely the best dressed man in not just this room, but probably this entire office. Like if y'all could see him, it's, it's a full suit tie. Like it's very, very professional and generally a well-liked person. Um, so Charles thinking about that mission statement, what is, what does spreading a ripple mean to you and, and why has that, you know, been something that's been important to you here? Um, well, it kind of has a couple different meanings. Obviously the main one that they talk about here is trying to make a positive impact in your community in any way you want to do that. <laughs> to me, the ripple is more like trying to make a change in someone else's life, whether it's my clients that I work with, trying to give them a solution for something they, they don't know how to do. Um, working with my ICs and trying to, you know, help them grow and develop and become larger companies themselves. And I'm, I, uh, one of the newest ICs I started, um, I told him right off the bat, I was like, what I really hope to do is force you to leave me because you're so big, you don't need us anymore. Um, you've grown to the point to where you're a self-sustained company and you don't need part of Citywide anymore. And, and I'll look for someone new at that point in time. Um, I think all that's kind of part of the ripples, just helping develop and grow everyone you're working with and trying to make them better and find ways to help them out in any way they need it. Very cool. And I, I love what you said there, you know, helping, um, you know, sometimes we think of, of people leaving the organization as a bad thing, but um, definitely if you can help somebody grow and, and better the life and better the lives of their family and their employees. Um, yeah, that's awesome, man. So um, good stuff there. So another reason I wanted to talk to you today, our strategic marketing theme for the month is quality. And I think that our FSM team, you all are very integral in helping maintain that quality out in the system. So, I mean, yeah, we, we go out and we sell the accounts, but where the money really is, is retaining those accounts and keeping people happy. So um, what are some ways that, you know, FSMs and, and you personally, um, what are you, some ways that you kind of help ensure the quality of the accounts that we manage? Uh, funny enough, actually this morning, one of the accounts I went to, um, I was talking to my client there and she said something that, I mean, totally resonates with this. She said, you cannot expect what you do not inspect. Super cheesy, 
really get it, but it's kind of sums it up right there. Um, we can't imagine or expect our accounts and our customers to be happy with their service all the time. We have to show face and be there and make sure that if they do have a problem, we're addressing it and communicating it and talking about it and figuring out a solution for it right away. Because otherwise, just like everything else, if you have a partner in a relationship or anything like that, if you don't talk to them and find out what the issue is, it's going to fester and get worse and worse to the point to where someone's just going to leave. They're going to be upset and they're going to be done with it. So quality is a huge thing because when we come in and we are observing what's going on in the facility, looking at what our teams are doing, looking at what they're not doing um, or what opportunities we have that are not already part of our scope, um, that helps kind of increase the overall quality of our service. Because um, I can walk into a place and look at a customer who says, hey, we only want you to do these floors, you know, three days a week. And we talk to them because of their traffic and say, hey, guys, you know, I mean, we do this three days a week, but this is what you're going to keep seeing. And you're complaining about dust bunnies in corners and floors not looking good and tile being bad. Well, it's because we're not doing it enough. We need to increase that service. So just because our sales team sells it one way because the customer wants it doesn't mean it's the right way to do it. Um, and having us come in and talk about it and coach with them and work with them and try and figure out better solutions all kind of comes to that quality because it just goes back to our service and what we provide for them. Awesome. And I, I love the, uh, the whole, I noticed, uh, kind of aspect of what our FSMs do. So we've got that inspection aspect of things where we've got our scope of work and this is what we've agreed to do, but sometimes you have those opportunities that pop up and just kind of, kind of having that rapport and being able to recommend that where it's not something where you're just trying to like back, back at our last company, we used to call this stuffing people, yeah. um, with services. Um, and so that's definitely not what we want to do out there, but sometimes maybe it's something somebody hasn't thought about and it's a good opportunity for them. Yeah. That's the biggest thing is it's not with, with what we do. Um, obviously sometimes people feel this way, like we're kind of forcing it upon them. Hey, you should do this. You should do this. Um, when I hired on, that's one of the things that I was really trying to make sure we, I wasn't a part of. Um, and I was really happy the way citywide kind of presented it to me when I was doing it is it's not hey, you should do this or you need to do this. It's more like, hey, this is what I noticed. This might be a good idea. You don't have to do it, but I'm going to throw it out there. And if you do decide, we'll get you a couple quotes and you can decide what you want to do from there. So it's just it's more like just offering them the opportunities and giving them the ability to make the decision if they want to do it or not. Yeah, great. Um, you kind of hit earlier on the importance of the independent contractor and our relationship there. And uh, obviously we're, we're not going out and well, sometimes, sometimes you, you have gone out and cleaned the building. I know you've told me that, but Absolutely. by and large, you know, we rely on those independent contractors out there. So what's been kind of the, the secret sauce that you've found for not only retaining quality independent contractors, but how do you also develop those people? Um, well, I mean, this goes back to, again, when I first started, um, Aaron Kalinka, my boss, uh, she's the one that said this to me right off the bat. So it's all about communication, open, honest, whether it's good or bad, just open, honest, blatant conversation with, with your crews. So Jim um, kind of reiterated the same exact thing, just trying to be communicate with them and be very honest with them when you're talking to them. So same idea. It's, it's a lot of, I think what we do is we have to make sure we have that conversation with them and just tell them what it is. But at the same time, um, one thing I try and add to it is make sure that my ICs don't think that I'm just their boss and I'm telling them what needs to be done um, or I'm just the voice of the client telling them. I try and make it seem like I work with them. So we're a team to address what's going on. 
Um, same thing goes with the clients. They try to make sure the client feels like I'm on their team working to get the stuff taken care of. So you're, you're kind of like a intermediary point uh, between both sides and trying to work for both of them um, to make sure that you know that you're on both of their teams trying to get this account taken care of or whatever the situation is. Yeah, and I'm sure they appreciate just kind of that transparency and that open, honest communication. Um, another cool thing that I think that I witnessed recently was you all held a independent contractor appreciation day here at the office. Talk to me a little bit about that. What all, what all did you guys do? Um, what was kind of the feedback or the reception from that, from the, the ICs? Uh, it was pretty cool. So, um, th- before I talk about the one we just did last year was the first time I was here during kind of the holidays, um, started in October. So it came in right around November, December timeframe. We handed out turkeys to every single one of the ICs. And I thought that was one of the coolest things that we could do. Um, it's, it's a, I mean, it's not an inexpensive gesture, um, but it is something kind of small, but very meaningful at the same time to, you know, say, Hey, we want to make sure you're able to celebrate the holidays here as a gift for you, you know? Um, well, they did the same thing this year, but they added on top of it. So a couple of the directors on the Kansas side, um, they got together and we did a barbecue for all of our ICs as they came in. So we didn't tell them about it really. A couple of them knew we had some stuff going on, but that was it. So they came in. We had hamburgers, hot dogs, a couple sides, drinks, uh, chips, everything else. Um, we handed up turkeys that day as well. And we told them to bring kids. Bring kids with you. Bring them in. Enjoy yourselves. Come to come in, whatever you want to do. And we had them all sit down in our cafe here at the uh, office and gave them food, just sat and talked to them in a very informal environment. Um, a lot of times we're, we're talking to our ICs at our desks and handing them checks and going through that way. Well, this was a little more casual because we were doing it at the cafe. We had food together. We're sitting there kind of talking and joking with them more. Um, obviously, still giving them their checks so they can get paid for IC payday. Um, but then uh, just giving them something else, you know, the, the turkeys and the food and things like that and just trying to bond with them more. I thought it was huge. Um, a lot of the ICs I talked to, they were very unexpected. Um, some were a little taken aback by it, but most of them that I talked to were, were pretty happy with it. And they're like, oh, this is really cool. You guys are doing this. Thank you. You know, there's just, it was, it was, it was really neat that our, our director team decided to put something like that together for them. Yeah. And I think um, the IC payday, that definitely represents kind of a unique chance for us to kind of check in with ICs. And uh, it's not, you know, um, I think maybe if it was informal and they just received direct deposit every month, you kind of lose that like face-to-face interaction. But it is always cool seeing kind of the relationships that you all have on those IC paydays when they come up here to the office. And then, uh, yeah, you guys had pretty impressive spread up there. They had like burgers and hot dogs and there was every kind of dessert you could think of up there. It was yeah, it was actually pretty fun. One of the uh, one of the ICs, um, we had talked to her about it. I, I, one of the other FSMs did, so they kind of knew what was going on. So we said, hey, we're having kind of our celebration. And she knew we were going to do turkeys that day because this is the time we do them. So she actually uh, went in and brought a big Trace Leche's cake for everybody. Um, brought it in for everyone to cut up and share amongst our ICs and everyone, staff just to like say thank you back to us. So. Um, yeah, IC payday is really cool. Uh, just that idea in general where we get to interact with them. Um, yeah, it's still business related because um, we're giving their checks and everything, but it's something on a different level. Like we actually just sit and talk with them and see how they're doing and talk about their families and stuff like that. So Very cool. Uh, I am a little disappointed you didn't save me a slice of that. It sounds <laughs> pretty good. But um, Well, Charles, uh, I'll, I'll kind of wrap up here, but anything else you want to talk about? Anything else that you'd like to share with our listeners today? 
I mean, I really can't say there's anything unique or different um, about what I do than I think what anyone else on my team does. Um, the biggest thing I would say really when you're, when you're doing this is just be open to anything. Um, regardless if it's something your client's asking you to do, regardless if it's something you need from the ICs, just try and be open, communicate with it, and uh, don't don't be afraid to ask questions, man. Like with me, I, uh, I talk to my my FSM team pretty often, my boss pretty often, and I jump over and talk to the Kansas side team too here and there, um, just to pull some information from them. We've got a wealth of knowledge out there, um, so it's just it's, it's really neat to be able to talk to anybody and have kind of that. Uh, open camaraderie with everyone. I mean, I still talk to a couple guys from our um, FSM meeting um, that I went to a training for all new FSMs. I still talk to some of those guys in different states. I uh, just touch base with them on things that they're doing too, just to get more information because every bit helps. Well, uh, Charles, uh, I appreciate that uh, as a referral of mine. You continue to make me look kind of smart. So uh, I, I appreciate everything you do, man. Thank you so much. I do what I can, Phil. Great stuff from Charles. If you're looking for more resources to help you articulate quality, our marketing team has you covered. First, this month's How Can We Help Influence campaign is titled Quality Plus Carpet Cleaning. We've also got a few new blogs on GoCityWide.com. Five tips to enhance the quality of your facility. Benefits of having your upholstery professionally cleaned. How to clean carpets the right way. And what are the main factors to consider when choosing a carpet cleaner? As always, great job to our marketing team for putting those together. Uh, next up on Ripple On, I am joined by Nicole Hathaway and Tasha Winslow. Uh, these are some of our frequent flyers on the show today, and they are going to uh, give us an IT update. So what's going on in the IT world? Hey, Phil. Uh, so I have some exciting news. Miss Tasha will be joining us more often. Uh, she was getting a little jealous of all my frequent flyer miles um, and just couldn't stay away any longer. So, Tasha, say hi to our listeners. Hi, everyone. Phil, we got to be honest, with the holidays and the year end, this kind of crept up on us. So we're going to keep it short and sweet this month. Quality over quantity, right? Like the new sales process that we'll be rolling out. We're shooting for a January 22nd release there will be no more duplicate entry between an opportunity and a quote in CRM. Doesn't that sound exciting? Sounds awesome. Well, thanks for having us, Phil. Looking forward to earning those miles in 2023. We're ready to kick off the new year, and we have some other exciting news we'll share in the next couple months. Woohoo! Awesome. And I got to clarify, uh, it's a punch card. It's not miles, but uh, yeah, you both are... I'm sorry. It's, it's like Subway, man. Like, you get a free sub after, you know... And what... How many... Do I need to earn to get that prize? A free sub. Uh, yes, please. You have probably like four at this point. Nicole's got like ten. Um, I don't know. I'll, I'll make up the rules as I go. But, I need uh, a real punch card. A real punch I card. I need this to happen, please. Okay. I'll get with Craig and uh, our marketing team and see if we can Thank hook you. you up with the punch card. I'd appreciate it. Awesome. Well, always great to have you both on the show. And uh, thanks for keeping it brief this month. We do what we can. Awesome. Thanks. Thanks. Bye. All right, everyone, that's a wrap for this episode. I hope you've enjoyed today's show, and I'd love to hear your feedback. 
As always, if you have good news to share, please send it to me at cwpodcasts at gocitywide.com. Until next time, keep positively impacting those around you and ripple on, my friend.